Welcome traders and friends. I'm Elisa Levinson and this is Are You Green? A bi-weekly overview of the stock market, top movers, top news, and my personal swing trades. Today is Friday, February 26th, and it was a rough week for the market. The S&P 500 ended up a little red today, but flat. And this week, the SPY lost 1.78%. The technology sector of the S&P 500 has been hit hard with a sell-off. The XLK that helps me follow that sector was barely green today, but overall down 2.76% this week. The Dow was down today for the second day in a row, and, and although NASDAQ saw some green today, it is still having the worst week since October. And the question everybody wants to know, are you green in my personal accounts? No, I'm actually brown since I have one account that is trading green, one that is red. So we'll go with brown and I'm definitely caught up in this mixed market that uh, we're seeing overall. And today is the last trading day of February. So there's also that kind of end of the month uh, drop that we often see. So I'm not worried about this um, pullback at all. We have seen increased volatility this week that we haven't even seen since October. So there is a lot of buzz around that volatility, but this is really normal. Keep in mind that we're only down 3% and that's from hitting all-time market highs. So again, this pullback is just a part of the natural cycle in the stock market. As I like to say, please do not panic sell. And personally, I think we have another couple of weeks of this volatility, maybe even a continued pullback in the technology sector, um, at least again for a couple of weeks. And then I do think that things will turn around and go back in the green. So this next few weeks could be a really great time to buy stock as they experience that volatility. When we come back from a short break, we'll look at the top news, Bitcoin news, top movers today, including GameStop, always have to keep up with that drama. And then we'll take a look at my personal trades as well as my top winner of the week. And of course, the loser of the week. Stay tuned. Welcome back. We actually hit an exciting milestone this week as vaccines hit 50 million this week. President Biden is on track to deliver the 100 million shots that he promised in his first 100 days. He spoke about hitting that 50 million mark and just reminded people that we are nowhere close to beating this. We have to stay diligent on mask wearing, social distancing, etc. But as of today, we are over 70 million and it looks like he's going to actually hit 150 million in the first 100 days. It's so exciting because our economy really needs herd immunity for us to even consider going back to um, pre-COVID times. And everyone is also positively buzzing due to the decline in COVID cases and hospitalizations. I just wanted to make sure that you guys are keeping in mind how data can be misleading because it does sound really good news. It's like 62% down and you know it, it sounds very exciting and, and it is good that we're declining but overall 
we are still at the same peak levels from this summer. So we still have a very long way to go um, and you know, just don't feel too comfortable too fast because again, those numbers as we saw after the summer can very easily spike up. Johnson & Johnson though is going to help as of today, the FDA approved emergency use authorization to their vaccine and distribution could start as early as next week. This is amazing because it's just a one-shot delivery, which really helps in distribution. And again, just more vaccine um, available will help us vac vaccinate even more people than they're predicting right now. And next week, along with you know that distribution starting, it should just be a busy week. We've got stimulus package possibly to be passed by the Senate on Friday. Also next Friday, we will hear about the uh, February jobs report. So I'll be talking about all of that next week and of course now I'm liking I'm, I'm enjoying you know reporting on Bitcoin I do have just a little bit of skin in the game now and I want to you know keep up with this cryptocurrency since it might be the wave of the future I don't know I'm sure a lot of the listeners are investing in Bitcoin in some way or maybe even considering it so I'm going to start to throw in some more Bitcoin news because as you guys know these past few episodes these past few weeks I've been a little obsessed. It is down over 16% this week. Um, and I'm going to be looking next week to see if there might be some good buy levels because this is the worst weekly drop since March. We've got, you know, big names, both bullish and bearish on this. So obviously bullish on this, meaning, you know, they think that this is going to continue to grow is Elon Musk. He has reportedly put in billions of dollars into Bitcoin. So he's very much invested in the success. And that's why, you know, I do feel like it's definitely uh, worth having a little bit of skin in the game there. And then my favorite investor, Kathy Wood, I just love her. She's one of my heroes. Uh, she's just a brilliant investor. She runs and manages ARK Invest. So A-R-K. If you guys don't know about her investment firm um, or her, you should definitely look her up. And she also, you know, just expressed that we have barely hit the beginning when it comes to cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin specifically, and that there's still a very long runway and this is going to you know, be important in the future. Um, so that was exciting news. But then of course, we've got the bears, you know, people who are afraid that this is getting too big already and predict that Bitcoin will go down. And those are some huge names as well. We have Bill Gates talking about the volatility and just concerned that people will invest into Bitcoin and you know basically the companies won't be hurt but the little people will so I appreciate the concern um, and I'm going to continue to you know learn a little bit more about the warnings of Bitcoin as we go and then of course Treasury Secretary Yellen as we know is also you know kind of anti-Bitcoin due to the volatility so we'll just keep an eye on that in the next couple of weeks. For top movers, we've got a few that have really broken out above this flat market. We have Fisker, it's over 55% up this week and over 32% up today. In case you're not familiar, they build um, electronic Sorry, they build electric vehicle batteries. So that's why, again, there's a lot of 
uh, promise in this ticker. For me though, it's a little too high too fast, so I'm not an investor in uh, Fisker right now. Um, but maybe you should watch that one for pullbacks and see if it might be a good long-term investor investment opportunity. And then we've got top movers that are a part of what the mainstream is calling the meme stocks. I don't really love you know this category, but um, you know they had to call these stocks something. So we've got AMC is again up over 23% today. And then of course, GameStop up over 128% this week. So it's over $100 right now. Um, not quite the gains that we saw previously, but still, you know, a pretty outrageous gains. And meanwhile, the Security Exchange Commission, the SEC go that governs the stock market, since they've had additional pressure with all of this news around GameStop, Robinhood, Reddit, etc., they are now opening an investigation and targeting and restricting trading from about from about 15 companies. The thing is, is that these are investment companies that trade in penny stocks, so it doesn't really have anything to do with GameStop and it kind of makes me feel like they need to show that they're doing something to try to regulate this insane market. Um, but if you, you know, have any particular feeling about this move, about these companies trading in penny stocks, please let me know. You can message me on Instagram. I love getting your direct messages. My name there is at Podcast. And then the last one I want to mention is Airbnb. I am very bullish on Airbnb just because of the inventory that they currently have and just the possibilities for growth um, since they don't have to deal with the upfront costs of building that hotels have and just so much more flexibility in their business model. So they trade under ABNB and they're up over 13% today. And then for the losers, we have ADT down over 19%. They've been getting a lot of competition in the home security space, especially as the technology there improves. And then Foot Locker made the news down 7%. Their earnings were pretty bad. Um, they're blaming the you know digital um, e-commerce move that Nike has made. And I get that, but it just kind of makes it look like Foot Locker is not relevant anymore. So we'll see what happens there, but I'm definitely not going to invest in them anytime soon. And then I was surprised to see a loss of more than 11% for uh, Virgin Galactic. They trade under space, SPCE, and I'm going to be watching this next week and possibly buying it at $34.40 for a swing. Moving into my personal trades, I was cautious about trading this week because whenever you see these declines begin, I don't want to panic sell, but I also don't want to buy too early, basically. So, you know, I think it is important to watch when these big moves happen and plan accordingly before you trade. I did buy more of JKS because that was in my original trading plan to buy more at 50.85. And I have another buy level if it goes down to 46.70. My target for this is up at 63.80 and then up at 65. So this might take a little bit longer to work back up to those levels, but I'm okay with it. It's a solar stock and I feel um, very bullish on it. So 
excited to track that in the next few weeks. And then I have an order in, it hasn't been filled, but I have an order in for Overstock, that's O-S-T-K. It hit some really low levels uh, today or this week, and you know I am gonna be looking to buy it at 65.30. I know some people this week that bought it when it hit the level of 74 and thinking that it was gonna bounce there and it didn't. I'm really glad that I, again, like I mentioned, I wanted to wait out a lot of these drops. So um, that's what I'm gonna do. And next week, hopefully it will hit my buy at 65.30 um, and then I'll continue to buy down to 61. That'll be kind of the end of my uh, sizing in for overstock. And my target for this is to sell at 71. The idea here is that unlike some of these companies like DoorDash that you know really have benefited from the pandemic, um, overstock has benefited since e-commerce sales have gone up and people are spending more time at home, but this is not something that's going to change. People are always going to be needing furniture. They're not always going to want food delivered. So that's the difference there because you guys know that I um, give a lot of heat to DoorDash. I just don't love that company. I heard the CEO speak today, you know, basically it's it admitted, they admitted in their earnings to their shareholders that they are going to see a decrease as restaurants begin to reopen. And they're walking a tight line because publicly they have to say, yes, we support restaurants reopening when they really don't. And they kind of screw restaurants over. And on top of that, they are telling their investors that because people have used the app in the past during COVID, that people will continue to use it as the restaurants open up. And I just do not think that that is true. So anyways, that's enough of my uh, door dash bash of the week. Um, Looking at my loser of the week, uh, we have Tesla. It dropped on Monday and I, you know, wasn't really concerned about that drop. I thought, you know, might be a good opportunity to buy a little bit more. But then news came out that Tesla's Model 3 is experiencing supply chain issues. And people are also more concerned about Tesla's cash being caught up in Bitcoin. So overall, it's down over 12% this week. And in general, February has been a pretty terrible month for Tesla as they're down more than 23% in February. That being said, all Although they're a loser and they made that account that I was talking about red, um, I do am still holding strong for a first sell around $779. So we'll see what next week has in store. And finally, my winner for the week, Hasbro. What a fun company. Trades under HAS. It's up over 5% this week, and I was holding this at 91.14. I did sell a small bit. I, you know, I do my sizing out uh, strategy, so I had, you know, a small sell at 94, and then my next sell was 95.15. I think the high today was 95.04, so I literally miss the sell by cents, but I feel very confident that next week it will get there. And then I have a majority of it um, for a target sell at 97. It did have some interesting news this week that I think um, pushed the stock up. And I was pleasantly surprised that this news um, did drive the drive the stock a little bit higher. Basically, you know, they're one of their most classic products. Uh, Mr. Potato Head is being rebranded as just Potato Head. 
Um, obviously, it's now, you know, more gender neutral. They're having a new product that's going to be like a potato head family. And I mean, these are potatoes. So the fact that like gender is an issue at all is kind of silly. So it makes complete sense that it should just be potato head and then you can dress it however you want. Because again, the body is a potato. Um, but this move was basically saying uh, it has stronger undertones. Basically, they're saying that they are willing to adapt their toys to the culture of the times, even though they're such an old company. So that makes me still, you know, bullish on Hasbro, even though I have these sell levels in, um, because you know they are showing, even as a um, company with a lot of history and a lot of older products, they're happy to revamp those products, shake things up, and uh, and continue to be relevant in today's day and age. So that was exciting news. And that's all that I have for you guys this week. I hope you have an exciting weekend. I'll return back on Monday where we'll look at what the week has to come and how the market performs on the first day of March. So I hope again everybody has a great weekend. This is a good time at the end of the month, the beginning of the next month to really evaluate how you were trading in February. That's something that I love doing at the end of each month is looking back at my trades, seeing what I could learn from them. So you should definitely do that yourself and then start making trading plans for March. And I hope you continue to plan your trade and trade your plan. See you next time.